Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to another edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049, the Horn Jam Pack Show for you. Uh, we got the latest Todd McShay mock draft to get into. It ain't looking good for the Texans. We'll talk about that. Cowboys and the Texans also making additions to their coaching staff. We'll get into those latest updates. Uh, there's a ranking of the NFL rookie classes, both the Cowboys and the Texans. Looking good there. Uh, David Pierce did reveal the starting rotation, and since we got hardball here with us, uh, we'll review and preview a little bit of Texas baseball as well. Uh, we'll also get into some Texas football discussion, go behind the burnt orange curtain. Uh, there is a, a pro football focus list showing some love to one of the Longhorn defenders and also uh, a top 100 big board coming up for the NFL draft that's actually got a, a fast riser, a lifetime Longhorn who's rising up draft boards. We'll talk about that as well coming up. NBA news notes and nuggets coming up in the 6 o'clock. Uh, all the Texas Texas teams were in action last night, so we'll talk about that right before the All-Star break. Before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres to chase his dream in the cheese. Pimping ain't easy, but for him it's a breeze. Mike, hardball hards. What's going on, Mike? How you doing, man? Not a man. I'm just here, kicking it, ready to go. One more sleep before <laughs> Texas baseball yeah, kicks man. off. This Friday night, and I can't wait to be a part of it. But like you said, man, there's a lot to get to, and I can't wait to get into it. He hails from H-Town with the get-down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud card-carrying member of DBU. Legendary lifetime and Hall of Fame, college football Hall of Fame Longhorn Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study. 
But he's not a fan of white condiments, but he is a fan of you, the listeners. My man and yours, Rod Babels. I appreciate that intro. As always, that's not a waste any time introducing the real MVP. He's one of the hardest working members of the ARN family. He's got a hustler spirit, period. We don't know what he's paid. We do know he's underpaid. Patrick Davis. How you doing, Patrick? Doing good. Ready to rock it on a Thursday. Yeah, man. Uh, also, new theme Thursday. Forgot to mention that. New theme Thursday. My man Patrick plays uh, different songs that are supposed to give Harge and I clues and hints as to what the new theme of the day is. And uh, we'll try not to embarrass ourselves. That's the best I can do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that. <laughs> you can hit us up on the Specs text line. You're the heartbeat of this thing. 512-337-3776. That's the best way to do it. You also can do it via Twitter. Hardball Harge is at Hardball Harge. In the Twitterverse, Patrick Davis at it's Patrick Davis, and I'm at Rod Babers in the Twitterverse. All right, uh, we got a lot of kind of different random topics that we're going to talk about all throughout the show. Um, I do want to start, though, with um, a disappointing, um, and we'll get to the Cowboys and and where they stand in the mock draft, too, but Todd McShay, I think, looking at one of the, uh, the latest quotes uh, from man, honestly, I guess it's from a good source because it, it was actually from Jim Irsay himself when recently <laughs> he was quoted saying uh, the Alabama guy doesn't look bad in regards to whether they would take a quarterback in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't ne- even have one of the top picks. Of course, they have the number four overall pick, but him referencing the Alabama guy. I think that's as far as he could go uh, at the Alabama guy being Bryce Young and saying the Alabama guy, uh, there are a lot of people that believe, and this could just be, you know, theater, yep, yep, off-season yep, theater. Yep, yep, it could yep. just be him throwing out misinformation, trying to throw about everybody off the scent. That happens a lot during off-season, draft season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, based on, I think, that information, Todd McShay's latest mock draft, which came out yesterday, he's got the Colts trading up in the first round of the latest mock draft to go get Bryce Young. Yeah. And he's got them taking Bryce Young. He's got the Texans taking C.J. Stroud at pick two. Now, I don't necessarily have a huge problem with it. I said I'd be fine with both. I do like C.J. Stroud. I I think if if I had to choose – uh, Bryce Young is my guy. That's who I'd go with. I know there are a lot of questions about his size and, and whether mm-hmm. he, he can even be a quarterback that can deal with the wear and tear of today's NFL because he's right. he's slight mm-hmm. uh, of build. Um, but, man, I think just based on the, the film that I've seen on both of those guys, Bryce Young would be more my guy. Uh, but it, it has the Texans settling at number two. I do wonder if now we'll start to see some of these mock drafts, say the Texans may be interested in trading up. They got all the draft capital in the world. They got two first-rounders this year, two first-rounders next year, ton of draft capital. They could always just move up in the draft, go get their guy. Do we think the Texans, once again, let the Colts get over on them? They already did when they beat you, and then that's the reason you end up having the number two overall pick because you should have lost – that game mm-hmm. uh, and you beat them and should have lost that game and then end up having the number one overall pick. But I digress. That's old news. Now, Texans need to move up and get this pick. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. No matter who they're going to draft, by no, the way. No doubt about no it. No matter who they're going to draft, even if it's C.J. Stroud. But going back to what you were saying about Jim Ursay, I actually heard him talking about it. You heard him saying and that? And Chris Ballard kept saying – yeah, there's a lot of defensive guys that are pretty good, too. And he said, yeah, but I like that kid from Alabama. This was during the introductory 
press conference. They're on the stage. They're, they're, they're together they're on the podium. They're on the podium. <laughs> I didn't going see it. back and forth. <laughs> I'm sitting there watching this, and and Ursay's like, "Oh yeah, I really like that kid from Alabama." And he's like, "Well, we like a lot of players, and we really like the defensive side of the ball as well." And he was like, "Yeah, but that quarterback." And, and this is all as he's introducing that's crazy the hiring of their new coach, Shane Steichen. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And and as it was going on, it was like, okay, are they trying to posture? Uh, because j- just like Jerry Jones, mm-hmm. Steven has to step in sometimes and say, nah, we're looking at this, we're looking at that. But Jerry's like, no, nah, we're going to go get that guy. That's our guy. That's Jim Ursay. He was like, no, nah, I really like that quarterback from from He's, Alabama. Yeah, it, it yeah. is. He's, yeah. I like that Alabama guy. Yeah. I didn't watch it. That's strange. I didn't yeah. I didn't realize that's the way it came out. That's the way it came out. Interesting. Yeah, they were both sitting so on the podium. So either it was theater that they had already worked out beforehand and discussed that they, hey, man, we're going to have this little improvised skit, so just go with it. No. Or. No. The way, if, it, you, if you get a chance <laughs> to watch the video, Ursay was dead, dead serious. He was like. No, nah, man, I really like that Alabama quarterback. And Ballard sitting on the side, you can see him off camera. No, nah, we really like a couple of defensive players too. And he was like, yeah, but I really like that kid from Alabama. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. sometimes we're going to find out who okay. got the, who makes see, the choice. That makes sense as to why yeah. Todd McShay would shift his latest mock draft yeah. that way. And yeah. he's got, you know, I, I believe he's got, you know, the – Chicago Bears giving up uh sorry the Chicago Bears getting a a ton in exchange for that his write up here is uh, the new coach, Shane Steichen, got Justin Herbert up to speed when he was with the Chargers. Um, it also says, and then he helped turn his efforts to Jalen Hurts to make him one of the top quarterbacks. Indianapolis has plenty of playmakers already on the roster, but Steichen now needs a signal call to build around. Young's combine measurements will be important considering his slender frame. Um, yep. But he also says that nothing seems to rattle him. He can hit all the NFL-level throws goes on talk about that so he doesn't really get into what would what it would cost right as a texans fan i'm wondering what it would cost i did look up all time like basically the all the trades. there have been 12 trades in the history of the nfl draft for the number one overall pick and i believe though the most draft compensation given up or received was the titans getting the um, compensation from the rams Mm -hmm. for the jared goff pick i could be off about this but they got uh, the 2016 first round pick, 2017 first round pick, they got the uh, two second round picks, they got two third round picks, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. yeah, and then Rams obviously got the number one overall pick. They also got a sixth round pick in return, and so it there could be more compensation than that for the number one overall pick, but I think that's the most given up for it, but it won't be that, of course. Right. But I'm just going back looking at recent precedent for it. Uh, Texas Texans should be more than willing to give up, I don't know, a, a two first-rounders and a couple of middle-round picks for that to get just to make sure that nothing stands in your way of getting the number one overall pick. All right. No, no matter – so there's – just so – in case the fit hits the shan and the draft just doesn't work out the way you projected to work out, your insurance is, oh, you know what, man, we have to, we got our guy. We got the number one overall pick. We because yeah. even though it's only one pick after number one, if the Chicago there's a report now from let me make sure I get the reporter's name correctly. There's a report now that 
um, the Chicago Bears may be looking to trade their quarterback, Justin Locken, Jason Lockenfar. Yeah. He says more than one NFL general manager came away from the senior bowl fairly convinced that Justin Fields will be dealt. That's unbelievable to me. That is so. But it could just be. Theater. Yeah, yep, it's that, time of the missing, year. it is that time of the year. It's that time of the year. You know what I mean? So you're entertaining yeah. that. It could just be that. I agree. They probably should invest in Justin Fields. But if you really like Bryce Young. Yeah. If you re- think uh, you did your research, you go, we got the number one overall pick and we really like Bryce Young. Yeah, but is it worth getting rid of all of your draft capital, though? That's the other part of it. Is it I know he may be a transcending type of player at some point. But you know as well as I do, it's hard to make an impact as soon as you come in. Uh, what is that offensive line going to be? Let's just say they do that, okay? Let you know, Todd McShay obviously is looking at what I saw, and he's saying, okay, let's see if this happens. But to me, it, do the Houston Texans want to trade up to get rid of all the capital that they have because of Bryce Young? When you got a CJ Stroud sitting right there as well, depends on your evaluation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What your scouts say? You got to trust your scouts on that one, right? Because if we lose that guy, because I don't think either one of those guys are going to hurt you as a draft pick. And I know we've talked about it. And Bryce Young is the guy we got to see him up close. Heisman Trophy winner, done amazing things. But we've all had the conversation about him being a little slight. Uh, Is he going to be that guy? So for me. I don't think you lose at all by either one of these draft picks. If you stay at number two, you keep all your draft capital, and then you go and get whoever you draft, whoever you draft, and then you start surrounding them with all the talent. Okay, right? No, you that's, know what I'm that's a good way to go. Now, I don't, I don't, I don't hate uh, C.J. Stroud. I don't dislike no, that pick at right. all. If you want to do that and just surround him with a lot of great weapons because you got the draft capital to do it, I'm fine with that too. Uh, I'm just saying if you if you're in love. Right, right, right. If you're in love. If you're in love. If you're, if you're in, in love, love with the Coco. Yeah, if you fall yeah. in love with any of these quarterbacks, then, you know, hey, go with your heart. If you fight, you're in love, you're like, no, right. no, this guy, there's a there's a there's a clear separation. Correct. This guy is it. Then I think you trade the draft capital and go get your guy. I do. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that for me, I I mean, I just have Bryce Young just because of how well he can read defenses. Mm-hmm. And how quickly he has been able to go through his reads, adaptability. As right? that for me is just something that's so important in today's game. That I that that's the guy I think is above. Where it's if you get a CJ Stroud, you're like, okay, there's a project that we're going to have to see, and he has a his ceiling's huge. But what if he can't see safeties? And in the NFL, he's just a guy that you're like, well, we can't ever really throw downfield because even though he's got a cannon, he throws picks half the time, and he throws in double coverage, like. Because there's been tons and tons of those guys throughout the years that have super arm talent, are pretty good at everything, but they just don't read defense as well. And from that point on, you're like, well, we ha- we could have given up, you know, two draft picks that turned out to be guys that we weren't going to resign anyway, or to get a guy that is now beating us every single year in our own division by the because the Colts trade up to get him. Yeah, that's true. Or we're going to go sit and have a guy that we're like, cool, he's he's our quarterback for the next six seven years. And we never win anything, and we're just okay. Like, and I'm not saying that's we we don't know because Bryce Young could not be that guy, and C.J. Stroud could be. Yeah. Will Levis could be the guy. You Ooh. don't know. And we, we've <laughs> talked about plenty of times on this show. No, yeah. Judging NFL quarterback talent is it's, it's is just a crapshoot at a certain yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. So you don't really know. But if you have, if, you, if your scouts are like, that's the guy. He is. He's a ten. C.J. Stroud is a seven. I don't think you. I think it's very much worth giving up your other draft picks. 
to try and move up one spot to go get him. And then if you're the Bears, I still think it makes the most sense to try to trade a number one, trade down to number two, and then trade to try and trade down to number four. Yeah. Because then you can still have the number four overall pick when you're not picking a quarterback and add a ton of draft capital in the process. If you if Justin Fields is your franchise quarterback, yes. but if you fall in love with Bryce Young and you say, man, he's the upgrade, this well, guy. But they may fall in love with C.J. Stroud as well. Um, if you go, well, we built our team somewhere around Justin Fields and yeah. C.J. Stroud's set player set is more in line with Justin Fields, so we don't have to change what we're doing. To bring in, I don't think he's. Be, I don't think he's more of a runner like Justin Fields. Yeah, he's not yet. like he's, Justin Fields. He's yeah. a he's a pocket guy, and I think a, yeah. you know I think he is another guy that will excel at this level because again he played under Ryan Day's offense. He's had success, and if you go back and look at some of his biggest games, he actually played well in a lot of big games, and he had a lot of weapons around him. And that's the other question for all of these guys, and we've talked about it, like as you said about how you value picks at this point. And that's the other thing that Ballard was saying, too, on the stand. He said, we also like defensive players and we like picks. That's exactly what his conversation was. So you can sit there and, as as Ursay was, saying, oh, yeah, this is what, what I'm feeling and this is how it could be. But when you look at what C.J. Stroud upside could be, he was been a, he's been a Heisman finalist a couple times. He ain't win it. But he's been to the Invitational. You know what I'm saying? So he must have done some things that are well. Bryce Young obviously won the Heisman Trophy. Number one player coming in out of in America, coming out of high school. He's been that dude. So he, you know that he's going to continue to get better. But I still say, if I'm the Houston Texans, I'm not giving up what I have to build to go and get one more pick, Bryce Young versus C.J. Stroud. I think they can still – I think it can both work out. Uh, here's uh, It's a good point. Here's why I think you can do it. Because – and by the way, the Cowboys, just for Cowboys no, fans. No, don't do that. I already saw it. Uh, <laughs> no, no, Cowboys fans. They got, Another they got, lineman. They got the Cowboys getting – yeah, he's got the Cowboys taking a lineman. Yep. Nothing wrong with that, by the way. He's got the Cowboys taking a lineman, the uh, Cyrus Torrance yep. from Florida, the guard. Yep, and I think the uh, reason why they would look at that too is because of the aging and, offensive and line Connor for McGovern, the Cowboys. Yeah, is out, and then you got Tyron Smith, yeah. who you don't really know what you're yeah. gonna do there. Right. So yeah. I can see, I can see that. Terrence um, Steele's restricted free agent. I probably won't lose my mind near as much as I did with Tyler, but now I'm like eating crow because Tyler showed out. Uh, he did. Yeah. No, no, trust me, I'm happy to eat crow when yeah. I'm wrong about <laughs> exactly. my team's draft. I'm like, yes, exactly. give me that crow. <laughs> give me some hot sauce with Matter it. I want to make sure it goes that right good. There. Yes, no yeah. question. Uh, speaking of that, actually, this leads us to our uh, next topic. I was looking at CBS Sports, and they did a ranking of the rookie class that was drafted in 2022. And I thought this was interesting because both the Cowboys and the Texans were highly ranked. Uh, on this CBS Sports ranking of the uh, rookie classes after year one. The J-E-T-S, yes, 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 which had the Offensive Rookie of the Year and the Defensive Rookie of the Year. They were the best class. Um, But it was interesting because this is why I think the Texans can't afford, and I agree with you, by the way, that's a lot to give up. No matter if you got to give up, I don't know, multiple first-round picks and multiple mid-round picks to go get that number one overall pick. But the reason they can't afford to do it, they've actually had – really good drafts the last two years. Right. Uh, and we'll get to the Cowboys because the Cow- Cowboys are in the same conversation, by the way, too. 
the Texans, based on this CBS Sports ranking for their draft, uh, they had the Texans ranked s- seventh. Uh, their year one hits, Damian Pierce ended up being a starting running back, led our rookies in uh, rushing yards. He had he Jalen Petrie was another guy, ended up being a really good rookie for the Texans, a start, starter for you as well. Derek Stingley, supposed to be a starter, he was a first, uh, he's a first round pick. Uh, Christian Harris is another player that ended up giving you starting reps. And you start, and last year, I went and looked at the rankings for the Texans rookie class from last season. I couldn't find the CBS Sports one, but I found Pro Football Focus and I found NFL.com had Texas Texans at a top 10 at number two overall ranking for Pro Football Focus, which that's really high. Um, but NFL.com had them as the number 10 yeah. overall ranked rookie class. So because you've actually been able to hit in your rookie classes and you do have a, you know, a ton of draft capital yep. for the future. I think if you really feel passionate about a certain player being Bryce Young or CJ Shroud, really at the top of the draft, man, you can, you you can. I think you should pay the cost to go get your guy. Pay the cost to be the boss, huh? I don't think you leave anything to chance. That's the problem. You left something to chance. Is why you're yep. in this position. Yeah, yeah, that's great. True. Organizations do everything within their power to leave nothing to chance. Yeah. All right, that's what that's what time that's what clock management is about. Oh, what what the Kansas City Chiefs doing in the Super Bowl? Yeah, no, 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 no. don't what don't what bounce, don't score. Yep, All right? that, that's so amazing I, that he still yeah. did it too. He slid in there. He slid safe. Dude, don't leave anything <laughs> to chance. Right. Why would you do that? Bad organizations leave stuff like that to chance, and right. it comes back to bite them. The Texans are a bad organization, and it came back to bite them. Yeah, it's coming back to bite them right now because you may have to give draft capital just to get that pick. That shouldn't have been the case. So. I'm just saying, don't make two mistakes. This mistake is, it's the reason you have all the draft capital. Just move up to the number one overall pick and go get your guy, whoever it is. But what, do you, what, do, what, do, you do, what do you do to fill in all those other gaps that you might have? Because, <laughs> it, I mean, it's great. Go get them. <laughs> You're in this position for a reason. Your team's not very good. But what happens if this <laughs> dude goes in there and has the David Carr effect? Well, where, where he's just been getting beat up so much. I know he's got bookend tackles. Yeah, he's and got two just, of the best tackles in the league. Well, how, why would I'm, that just, I'm just saying he doesn't have the he don't have a big play wide receivers. He doesn't have those big playmakers on draft. the side. Why That's what I'm position in football, which got, I was about to say. They on here they say that the Texans are going to end up getting uh, Quentin Johnston from TCU. In the, the same with time, the second, exact, yeah, with uh, their with second the other, first round pick, they could. I mean, uh, yeah. like I said, I you might end up you can because you can give up future draft cap. You don't have to give up the, See, that's the what I was first saying. round yeah. pick this year. You can give up. Yeah. You can swap picks with that first one that or at least the higher pick, the number two overall pick, and then you can trade the future. You have so much draft capital. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't leave anything to chance. And if you want to go out, I'm sure there's teams out there that are willing to trade away a wide receiver right now for a draft pick if they're not necessarily going all in anymore. Yeah. So yeah. there, there's there's other ways you can go get a playmaker if you want to with future picks or whatever and just go, hey, you guys are trying to rebuild now and you have a wide receiver that we want. Yeah. We'll, go, we'll go give you a, a second-round pick or a second and a third for him. Hey, you've just been hitting that, on is your – Is that Ridley? Is that Calvin Ridley from uh, – if he gets mm-hmm. reinstated from Jacksonville, do you go out there and try to get him? No, because he's a little bit older. But I mean, I'm, I, I, but I bet there's guys – He's not that much uh, older. He's what, 30, 31? No, Calvin Ridley? Calvin no, Ridley? no, he's a young player. Mm, he's probably 28, 27. Yeah, he's, and he played at Alabama too. He's a, he's a younger player. I don't think he's that old. Yeah. 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 No, I, I just say, I, I say you got a lot of draft capital, yeah. and you got, to me, 
it gives you a lot of wiggle room because you've had really good drafts the last two years. Yep. And I think that means Nick Casario could end up having another really good draft with all the draft capital. It makes me feel good about that. Speaking of uh, the Cowboys in these rankings that uh, we were just on, looking give at. give it to us, dog. No, no, no. Honestly, the Cowboys. Yeah, we did good. Really good, yeah. actually. Yeah, uh, they got good. the Cowboys ranked as the number uh, five overall ranking in the CBS Sports rookie class grades for this past draft, which uh, we won something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, honestly, yeah, this is probably part of the frustration. The Cowboys actually have been – they're the most homegrown team in the NFL, yep. arguably, yep. but they have been really good in the draft. They've been, they've been really good in the draft the last few years. They've been uh, unbelievable, actually. Yeah, I looked at their same ranking last 2022. One's draft class, mm-hmm. um, not this past one, but two years ago, and Pro Football Focus had them ranked at twelfth for that class. NFL.com had them ranked number seven. Yeah, I mean they're basically hovering around being a top ten rookie class every time they draft. Yeah, but, but we always think that, right? I mean, when well, we look at the Cowboys and what they do in the draft and how they go about their business, we always think of them as that team that is always going to draft well. But like everybody says, even though they won 10 games this year, I mean 12 games this past year, everybody's still looking at that other part of it. Where's the finish line? We can score well. We can do good grades. We'll get good grades, but we're not in the winner's circle. Mm. Everybody wants to see us in the winner's circle. No, I agree with that. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, just uh, I, I wasn't surprised to see him that high. It talks about no, Tyler Smith know. being a good hit for him. Deron Bland's one of the best rookies in the NFL this year on defense. Uh, and Jake Ferguson. And it was, it, it was you that showed me the tweet from Travis Kelsey about Jake Ferguson, mm-hmm. talking about how he really likes Jake Ferguson. He really likes his game and how he thinks that he can be – a great player in this league. And I I said that from the draft day. I said, I've always liked Wisconsin tight ends because, number one, they understand their role in the game. It's like Dalton Schultz. Everybody's talking about Dalton Schultz. You need to try to re-sign him. And it's like, that's going to be part of your money that you don't want to spend. Yeah. I know he's the, the security blanket, but y'all didn't think that at the very beginning when Dalton Schultz came here. And I think the relationship with um, – um, Ferguson is going to be even better. I, I, I think he's going to be a better version of, of Dalton Schultz because he does have that type of talent. I've been watching that kid for years, and I'm, I told you, my, my, my secret uh, obsession <laughs> is Wisconsin football. Yeah. I've always been a big fan of Wisconsin football, so I pay a little bit more attention to them as they play compared to some of the other teams that aren't in the Big 12, and I'm always watching – because it's amazing to me that, number one, they've always had a great running game. So you pay attention to their offensive line. They, they've No matter who That's is coaching yeah. their team, they can always run the ball. So you pay attention running to their backs. offense. And their yeah. running backs always yeah. have success. And their, their tight ends are those types of tight ends that can slip out because everybody's putting everybody in the box. And you get a tight end that knows how to work his way in the defense and always seems to be open. Ferguson was that way, too. If you remember, you go back and look at it early in the year, Dak was going to him in the very beginning. Cooper Rush was going to him because he's a good tight end. Well, the so Cowboys. I think the Cowboys will, will – if, if they don't decide to pay Dalton Schultz, that will be why. 
I, I think they need to move on from Dalton Schultz. I, I've been saying that. Yeah. yeah. You can't do it. You can't yeah. afford to do you it. Cannot, you cannot put yeah. a franchise tag on a tight end again. No, you can't do and it. And pay him that big money. You're going to need to franchise tag Tony Pollard probably. Right. So you can't do it with You can't do it with him. Yeah. You can't do it with him. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree with you about Jake Ferguson. I mean, it's one of those things you got to gamble on whether you have a, a tight end who's ready to take that next step. I think he is, but I'm with you. I I think overpaying for a tight end would be a miscalculation yep, yep. for the Cowboys. Sure. Uh, all right, we'll come back. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll talk about um, the Texas baseball team. Actually, Coach Pierce did reveal the starting rotation, mm-hmm. um, so we'll review that. But also, we're going to preview Texas baseball. Thanks, we got my man Harge here to help us do it. Um, so we'll uh, ask him some of the tough questions. We'll throw some hardballs at him mm-hmm. right here on Ball Don't Lie. Wonderful on the horn. Is the father of the son is the center of the earth in the middle of the universe then why is this verse coming six times rehearsed don't freestyle much but i write them like such Word. amongst the fiends controlled by the screens what does it all mean all right all welcome back to ball don't lie right here on 104.9 the horn it is a new theme thursday edition of ball don't lie that means uh, my man patrick plays jams for us and based on those uh, selections, those songs, we're supposed to gather clues and hints that lead us to the new theme of the day. And, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Is this, is this Chuck D? Yep. Yeah, it's public enemy. Yeah. Okay. P.E., baby. Hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's all I got. I don't know if I got anything else. Harch, you got you got a guess here? He said I got game, he got game, so... I'm gonna say All Star Game weekend. I mean, nice. You know, I'll give it to you. It's it's these are songs about basketball. Yeah, All Star Game weekend. So there so you go. Basketball. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. I like that. That got first off off the jump. Uh, there you go. So is it All Star weekend or basketball? Basketball. Just basketball. Just basketball. Yeah. There's not there's not seven songs about All Star weekend. No, no, I know. I mean, but like, <laughs> is that the reason? Yeah, for no. The, the reason is it's All Star weekend. We are now yes. in the basketball season okay. fully because the NFL is over. Yeah. Yes. It's time to focus on some basketball. No, nah, nice. I like that. Okay, there you go. New like theme it. Thursday. Like it. Uh, the theme is time to start focusing on basketball, baby. <laughs> uh, I like that. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of songs about basketball. Most of them hip hop. Probably all of them hip hop. A lot. Mostly, yeah. I'll pretty much say most majority. There's not one. Yeah, I don't know if there's a rock and roll song about. I don't think basketball. I've ever heard a rock and roll song uh, about even basketball. A pop song about basketball. There's pop songs about basketball. Are there sure. pop songs about yeah. basketball? Well, yeah. don't forget Jack Harlow. Is a rap? Wow, that's rapper. He's though. a rapper. Yeah. What's a pop yeah. song about basketball? Uh, there's some like young kids that did stuff. There's like younger pop stuff that came out about basketball. Oh man, I don't. I, I, I don't even. You gonna play that today? Probably not. I was say, I don't, <laughs> I've never heard of that before. I would love to know. You give me some info about that because I thought all the songs about basketball were hip hop songs. Well, majority even of like the little, know, uh, little kid songs were hip hop kids. No, I know. Like there's that's... Aaron Carter. That's how I beat Shaq. Yeah. So that's, that's right. one that is not it's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm not playing it. I'm just telling yeah. you that song exists. <laughs> oh, man, that's terrible. I'm not playing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is bad. Uh, all right, let's. Yeah, all right. Uh, basketball. That is the theme of New Theme Thursday. All right, uh, let's get into some Texas baseball discussion. Coach Pierce did reveal. Uh, I mean, you actually were you on I this call? I was. I was actually there at you the press there? conference right. yesterday. Right. There you go. And it's funny because. I had a previous call with Coach Pierce uh, leading up for production for okay. Flow Baseball thought. this weekend. And 
when we asked when he was asked about his starting rotation, he's like, "Yeah, it's there." He wasn't going to give up any information because he didn't know what other what the other mm, teams okay. were going to give up as well. All so right. he was trying to adjust his lineup according to what they were going to be doing. Interesting. So it, he 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 didn't reveal anything, but then Arkansas revered their pitching rotation for the weekend, and now he decided he was going to do so as well. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So um, now you got Coach Pierce. He is. He was on actually with B&E too. Yes, he so, was. So uh, shout out to B&E. Go check that out uh, on the podcast page at hornfm.com if you want to. But uh, the Friday night starter, Lucas Gordon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday night starter is going to be Zane Morehouse. Uh, and Travis Staley will be the uh, Sunday night starter. Yes, yes, and this this was this was good um, because you get a mixture. You get Lucas Gordon, the most experienced pitcher that he has left on his team, a guy that stepped into the rotation and never relinquished it. I mean, he he was uh, very experienced, and he was the calming force within that um, midweek pitching, not midweek, but uh, mid rotation behind Pete Hansen and. He came out and did a great job, was all-conference. He's preseason, all-Big 12 this year. He's done an unbelievable job. And then you look at what Zane Morehouse was able to do and get better as the season went on. He has a lot of upside, and he, he, he he's taken this role by doing some of the things during the offseason that they was asked of him and beginning to show it during the scrimmages and everything like that. And then Travis Staley is somebody that – was mixed in out of the bullpen last year, came in and did a great job as a middle reliever and sometimes starter, mm. did a great job with that, and now he's being rewarded for that. But he said this is ever-flowing. Uh, it may change. you got some other guys in the back end that have done a great job that might get a shot on a Sunday start, but he felt comfortable with these this group of guys being in the beginning of the rotation. The other part of it is, too, don't expect any of these guys to go more than five innings okay. unless their pitch count is so low that he's, they're getting through innings mm-hmm. really, really quick. Um, don't expect to see any of these guys going further than that because, again, this is the very beginning. It's the opening weekend. Uh, it's it's going to be stressful. Like I said, I believe there's going to be 25,000 fans in the stand for the game one for the University of Texas because wow. they're playing – uh, Arkansas yeah. in that first game. Obviously, Missouri is not one of the better top-tier teams in the SEC, but they, they made a lot of changes too. They brought in a bunch of transfers, and they're trying to figure out what they can do to win some games right now. And then on Sunday, going up against Vanderbilt, who is one of the top teams in the country, got probably a top-five prospect mm. in center field. Um, so – this is going to be a good challenge for the Horns this weekend. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of changes in the offseason. We talked about a them, lot. obviously, as they happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, now looking back at them in retrospect, in totality, yep. uh, and that was a it was an overhaul. Big Essentially time. of the coaching staff completely, for Coach Pierce. Completely and it's, it, is it your Do you believe it's going to take that, even the coaching staff, a while? For yeah. them to get you know some chemistry together, absolutely. Continuity. They have. I, mean, I don't know the history. How many of them have worked together before? None of them. Okay. None of them have worked together yeah. before. So that's the other part of it. It's different mindset, different uh, cohesiveness, mm-hmm. and knowing each other's quirks. I mean, it's easy to to deal with it during the off season because we can go all hang out and go kick it and all that no stuff. No pressure. But as soon as the game yeah. starts, everybody's 
intentions are a little bit different. Don't forget, Steve Rodriguez, former teammate of mine, who is now the first base coach for the University mm-hmm. of Texas, he was a head coach for 19 seasons. I mean, you think about that, and now he's taking that step back, being the first base coach and not being the yeah. guy that's in charge of everything. Mm-hmm. And then you look at um, – Woody Williams, who's been a pitching coach at San Jacks, he played in the big leagues for, I believe, 15 years, was a big-time pitcher, played at U of H. I mean, this guy has a bunch of knowledge. He's a pitching coach, but Coach Pierce is a pitching guy as well. So, you know, you you just got to figure all that stuff out Mm -hmm. together. But the other part of it, and this is the, the, the easiest part about it, you'll figure it out quickly because the game takes care of itself. You know what I'm saying? There will be situations that will come about. These guys have played the game of baseball for a long time. And Coach Pierce said this is going to be one of the years that he can get back to teaching the most yeah. because you had older guys on your team. Now you got a third baseman that's a freshman. you got a first baseman that's a freshman um, that are going to be able to play. you got some other guys that are transferring in that you're going to have to teach the ways of being at the University of Texas and – what it's like to be a Texas Longhorn on the baseball field—it's a lot that's going to go into this. But this is the this is the time where they really get to understand it. This is the time, and and the same for all these other teams as well. There's a lot of teams. The, the teams yeah. that are in this tournament this weekend—they're dealing with a lot of unknown as well. Um, what's your biggest concern about the roster currently? Because it's just so many unproven. Commodities, right? You got a lot of unproven talent on that roster. It's a lot, it's talented, yeah. uh, but just ha- it's unproven. Is it the infield with Mitchell Daly basically being the only guy? Well, Mitchell Daly was an All American shortstop coming out of high school. Yeah, he didn't play shortstop here because of Trey Faltini. Mm. You know, so he does have that. Jack O'Dowd, who uh, initially what it seems is going to be the starting second baseman, he was a top prospect in the state of Tennessee. He originally went to Vanderbilt before he transferred to the University of Texas. So I think these guys are going to be okay. But the the continuity that Mitchell Daly had with um, with Trey Faltini, I mean, Trey Faltini was gold glove shortstop. If yeah. he would have been in the big – I mean, if he would have been in pro ball at the time, he would have probably won a gold glove because of the way that he played. Skyler Messenger, gold glove third baseman, he's gone. That That left side is now revamped. And you have youth on the third on the on the third base side and the first base side. So yeah, there will be the infield, not necessarily the middle, mm. more of the corners yeah. because they're both true freshmen. Yeah, that's going to be the biggest challenge right there. Yeah, it's gonna, and, and I, I I can't wait to see kind of what the offensive identity ends up being. I mean, last year they were so prolific. Mm-hmm. It was I mean, they They're were not the, going to be the same. Yeah, so no. folks coming out, <laughs> do not expect to see the bombs bursting in air, so to speak. Yeah, man. Because it's a different group of guys that are going to be on the field. There will be some talent there. There's, I mean, obviously bringing back um, Kennedy. Eric Kennedy is going to play center field. Dylan Campbell is going to move from left to right. And then you got the, fre- uh, the transfer um, – Porter Brown coming in from yeah. TCU, an older player. So the outfield has the most experience. Yeah, they got a ton of They it. got a ton, they got of, a ton experience. of experience out there. Plate yeah. appearances, everything that you can look for. But if you're looking at this team, you're going to have to look at the starting pitching all the way back to the back end of the pitching. Because I think throughout the, the at-bats are going to be – there's going to be some grinding at-bats that are going to be there. 
but you want to make sure that pitching staff is where it needs to be. And I think that's where Woody comes in and does a great job because okay. he has so much experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah, when Texter said pitching staff, uh, they're yeah. top oh, concern. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, well, just because it's unproven. A lot of exactly. stuff that's unproven. But as you know, Harsh just mentioned, there's a ton of talent there. One Texter wants to know, what about Tanner Witt? Tanner Witt is still coming. You know, he's still working through his rehab. He's going to probably be better by mid-March. And mm-hmm. then by the end of the season, hopefully he'll be 100%. But they're not going to rush him. There's no need to rush a guy with that kind of talent and that type of arm and that much upside yeah. uh, for him past the University of Texas just to get him on the on the, on the the field. I think that they're doing the right thing by him and working him in it. He's throwing. He's been working out. So just be patient. I talked to him at a basketball game, and hmm. I was like, man, I just, just worried about you. How you doing? He's like, yeah, man, I'm doing good. I'm working in the right direction. And I was like, cool. Yeah. No, yeah. that's cool. And um, – <laughs> Bradley CB, yes, CB mentions that Jack Harlow is is, is is in the new White Man Can't Jump yeah. as one of the Woody Harrelson character. You're definitely going to see some type of random live promotion yeah. with Jack Harlow at the All-Star Game. Get ready for it. I don't know 100%. how they're going to present it to you, but they're going to shove it down your freaking throat. Yeah, it's gonna 100%. Force dra- they want you to like Jack Harlow. Yeah. <laughs> they, I listen, I, I, listen, Jack Harlow is He's a hooper. He's talented. He's talented, yeah. but they want you to like him so bad it makes you want to dislike Jack Harlow. I mean, right. it makes me dislike Jack Harlow. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't make yeah. me want to dislike him. <laughs> just straight out, just he's like, dude, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you do, and yet you still appear on my TV constantly. Yeah, on your timeline. And then you're just like, hey, man, it's just great to be here. Like, yeah, it would be great to be here because you're nobody to me. Yeah. I don't know how you keep getting these yeah. places. You know, he's got a publicist that is amazing. His honestly, his publicist is is, uh, is unbelievable. He's he, got the David Mulligetta of publicists. Did you see he got? You remember when he got yeah. in, uh, he got yes. in trouble for going to a Celtics game? Who Jack Harlow? Yeah, he went to the Celtics oh, game, no. and every other rapper was like, "Hey, just to let you know, rappers don't go to Celtics games." <laughs> Heads up on that one. Uh, just to let you know, you they're Gucci not a fan Mane? of some of us. You mean Gucci Mane and at the, and at the Celtics game? And that's, that's, oh, yeah, I know there was, there was a little bit of backlash in the rap community. But like, just letting you know, that's we don't crazy. tend to go there. That's funny. Yeah, Jack, Jack listen, I, I, the crazy part about it, I was on Jack Carlo before a lot of people were. And then he was actually cool. And now that he's going mainstream, People are like, I don't yeah, want this guy. I don't want this no, guy. My mom on asked my me timeline. about him. My mom goes, yeah. she was like, we were watching the Kentucky Derby, and then there was just this guy there, <laughs> and I think he does something in music, but I don't know. I was like, it's, it's Jack Harlow, wasn't it? She's like, that was who it was. I'm like, was I don't even have to. I don't know what you're talking about, and I can tell you, if it's a random white guy that you don't know what he does, it's Jack Harlow. But what was his Super Bowl commercial? He just he had a Super Bowl commercial too. Oh, I forgot I what it was. Oh, he did. Uh, he did. Now I forgot what it was. Oh, the triangles. The it's Doritos. Doritos. Yes. It, it they got, was, they have a, Jack Harlow terrible. Doritos. Doritos, yeah. I think. They do. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm He's, <laughs> and I think they have them at either Jack in the Box or uh, Taco Bell. Got like he a, has a meal or something. Yeah, he's got a no, meal. No, they really want you to yeah. like Jack Harlow. They yeah. want y'all guys to like him. And y'all y'all need to like him so they will they leave, want you leave guys us alone. To like him. So they'll leave. Just accept him <laughs> and then they will stop pushing him on us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll come back. We got the flex on the other side right here on Baldo Lot. What if we're another horse? 
Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hello? I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. Wish I had a rabbit and a hat with a bat and a six form part. I wish I was like six foot nine so I could get with Leo. She could All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049, the Horn New Theme Thursday. Hart's got it on the first guest. He figured it out pretty quickly. It was a little public enemy jam that was about basketball. He figured out all-star game weekend must have inspired my man Patrick, who loves him some NBA. He watches it every damn day, every day he can. Um, so he figured it must be about basketball. Turns out he was right. The new theme of the day is trying to transition us to get us to focus more about basketball because basketball season, football season is officially over, and the all-star weekend is upon us. So we'll talk more about that actually coming up. But that is the new theme of the day. And I wish... I wish. Because I was taller? Uh, yes. He wants to be a little bit taller. He wants to be a baller. No, yeah. It's, uh, and then, uh, <laughs> someone texted me. Some ski. It's Kilo, yes. Kilo. I love someone texted me and said, too short. Like, no, the song's about being short, but it is not too short. <laughs> too short. <laughs> is very much not too short. Oh, too short would never be this PG-13. No, t- too short does have a song that's somewhat about basketball. Does he really? Yeah, it's called Blow the Whistle, but we can guess what he means by uh, whistle. Yeah. Well, yeah, we know what he's yeah. talking about there. Yeah, we don't get yeah. to play that one on the radio. <laughs> that's what I'm I, man, it, it's, it's, it's a risk for you to play any too short on the radio. Yeah. It really yeah. is. I remember, like I said, I still tell the story. My first date with my wife now we were driving in the car and randomly I was just looking for stuff to play. Turns out, randomly that week, I had listened to Too Short. I can't even tell you why I had listened to Too Short that week, but I had. And I was going through it and I had on Too and it, and it went to Too Short because I had on like a kind of a random mix and it went on Too Short. And she was like, Oh, this is my jam. I'm like, you like too short? You like, huh? You must be nasty. Because uh. Too Short's lyrics. <laughs> can we name a nastier rapper than Too Short? I mean, I just... I'm I remember, sure there are, but it's not too many. Not that are that successful either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, he, he had ra- multiple... raunchy. He's just raunchy. Yeah, maybe like Two Life Crew. Two Life Crew is it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 They, man, they got called into... Yeah, con- they, they Congress went to Congress. Con- yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> when you get, right. Yeah, when you get called yeah. into Congress because of your lyric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got some issues. <laughs> you got some issues. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, Two Life Crew is in there. They got banned in... It was banned in America? Yeah. You made a song about yeah. it? Yeah. They were banned in America? And in America. Oh, it was great. Uh, all right. I remember that time period because I had an older brother, and he was trying to get it, and I was trying to steal it from him. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Every time 
he got something like that. Like, I'm stealing from him. He had to. Oh, I got beat up so many times from my big brother from stealing his NWA and stuff <laughs> like that. Oh, it was awesome. All right. Uh, anyway, get to. Sorry about this transition. Get to FLXATX.com, young people. Get to FLXATX on all of your social media platforms. Got some great content up there for you as well. Um, and uh, I did hear some of the flex yesterday. So yep, shout yep. out to my man, Zach Lucero, Nolan the Seed. Cameron did a fantastic job uh, on the flex uh, yesterday. And uh, it was a great uh, one. So you can go back. Actually, you can, you can podcast that. Yeah, and it's, actually, flex. Yeah, it's actually up on the uh, flex page and is. Coach Salazar was on there, Brody yes. Bueno, and Dripping Springs wide receiver uh, Garen Duncan were all on last night's show. That's nice. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I, that's a. I didn't know Garen Duncan was on. Yeah. Okay. There yep. you go. I got to go back and check it out myself. Um, great job by those guys. But go to flxatx.com, flxatx on all of your social media platforms. They do have the the, the replays up on the website. I just yep. saw that it's up on the website right now. So you can go check it out. Um, someone says, um, Lil Kim. <laughs> should be on the list of raunchiest rappers. Yeah, strangely enough, that was part of her mystique was that she was you, she was nastier than any of the dudes you were listening to. At that time, she was the nastiest rapper, and she then really everybody was. else, everybody followed suit. Every female that. rapper after that was like, well, if Lil' Kim is getting it like that, yeah. we can get it like that too. Yeah. So they started really... Going out there and dealing with the explicit lyrics. Yeah, no, nah, and it was like it, it, honestly, it was kind of a I hate to say it, it's kind of a women's liberation thing. They was kind of just claiming their own sexuality no within a male-dominated industry. Like, mm-hmm. hello, man, y'all can't be talking about our sexuality. We'll talk about our sexuality, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it in a way that maybe you, you maybe makes you a little cringeworthy. Yeah, very much so. I, I it didn't make me cringeworthy. I enjoyed uh, it. Uh, right. so, uh, play on, play. play. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I remember getting two live crew on the mix tape I offered to mow the yard so I could go listen to it on my Walkman without my parents knowing yes <laughs> I remember the walk I had a Walkman when the I still Walkman. got when I first got to Texas I still had a Walkman and Tillman Holloway an offensive lineman who played for us I think now he lives in Colorado somewhere now he he he, he he's, he's this is what he claims he claims that I was walking because I was listening to screw tapes all my DJ screw tapes they weren't on um, CDs by then so they were all actually literally still great tapes. I would listen to him while I'm walking around campus, and he <laughs> he smashed my Walkman. What? Smashed it. Why? Because he bought me a he bought me a Discman. He uh. said I will only give you this Discman if you let me smash this Walkman. And I and I was like I don't know if I want to do that, bro. I was like it's my Walkman. I'm listening to like my my DJ screw stuff. He's like. Uh, he's like, man, you got to let me smash this thing. And then I will, I will give you this brand new Discman. <laughs> brand new. And I was like. I can't wow. look at you walking around with that Walkman. Bro, exactly. That's what he was saying. He's like, bro, I can't listen to you, man. People, try, people, people making fun of you. I'm like, I don't give a damn. I, I like my Walkman. Did you I have like them big old headphones? I, I don't know. I, I think I had some old school. Head. I, it probably looked pretty old school. Now, <laughs> now in retrospect, I, he probably did do me a favor. You got some yeah, tape on him. he had your back. Dog. He probably had my back. But he's like, I got to smash it, though. I can't, I can't give you this discman they allow you to still walk around the walkman i gotta smash it and he did he smashed it right there like oh right there by just in front of jester smashed nice. it and he was like here's a discman man take it and then strange enough that next like I, I found out at the uh at the screw house because they got like a dj screw store yeah, down yeah, yeah. In, in south south houston they started putting them on cds 
by that anyways. They put so I was like, oh, I'm good. And you so thought you good. was in there, dog? Yeah, I was good. I was yeah. in there. I was in there like swimwear. So thanks, to my man Tillman Holloway. Random shout out there. Wow. Uh, all right, uh, we come back. We'll get into. You gotta let me smash that dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope he didn't say it like that. <laughs> hey man, he's trying to seduce me. Yeah, he's like, hey dog, you gotta let me smash that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, yeah, he did. He said it straight up. He's like, you gotta let me, you gotta let me smash it though. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. And he did. He right there on the spot. He's a man of his word. Uh, all right, uh, let's get to the break here. Well, speaking of Longhorn football, we'll go behind the burnt orange curtain. We'll talk about. Uh, the big board coming up for the upcoming NFL draft. Uh, Longhorn transfer portal acquisitions getting a lot of love as well. Jalen Ford getting some love and JT Sanders. And we got a spring game schedule. Not spring game. Well, we do have a spring game schedule, yeah, but yeah. also we got a spring football schedule. We'll get into all of that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie, 104.9 The Horn.